Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Katie. Each week, Katie and I will discuss the contemporary young adult literature that speaks to our hearts and minds. Scott and I will be coming together between the bookends to discuss how these books have impacted us and how they have the potential to reach our students, children, and even some adult readers, because that's novel reading. So get comfy in your favorite reading spot and join us to discuss some amazing books. Well, Scott, are you ready for our next book? I think we've chosen the perfect book to talk about next. Hey, Katie. Hi, Scott. How are you doing this week? Doing well. It's uh, pretty hot here, and it's been raining, I feel like, constantly. Yes, I know. My, there's been some nice sunny days. Yeah, but you know what? I feel like summer should just be 80 degrees and sunny every day. Like I think that that with a couple rainy days, you know, sprinkled in there for reading, obviously. Right. Of course. <laughs> it's like Phyllis, like Phyllis says in the office, re- yes. rainy days are just good for reading a nice book. Yes, I feel her so hard on that. I love it. And you don't even have to go buy me hot chocolate now that I've said that. I have to say the other one is she had like 10 phrases. Yes, well, I don't think our audience knows that how much we love The Office. Oh my God, we love the, the Office and Parks and Rec, which yes. I've been binging lately. Yes, I actually remember trying to convince Scott to watch Parks and Rec because we will quote The Office to each other all the time. Like we have, we could talk about a scene in The Office from an obscure episode, and both of us will get it because we just know it so well. But then I was like, no, you have to watch Parks and Rec too because it is so similar and has same characters and everything and sure enough you finally listened to me and i did i binged that in three days yeah and you unhealthy that's like seven seasons well i also love how you used um a soundbite from parks and rec for one of our tiktok videos and i recognized it right away i was like uh that's parks and rec i know which episode that is too i knew you would (laughs) i knew you would i was like she's gonna recognize that sound clip and it's gonna be great i love it and i've been having fun with that and uh yeah, no, I love Parks and Rec and Office, and I feel like I quote those, The Simpsons, and Futurama constantly. And when I when someone like Katie picks up on it and responds <laughs> in kind, it's like, oh, we got a connection going. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So so anyways, we want to just give a quick thank you for listening to our last episode, which was Daughter by Kate McLaughlin. It was a, a fantastic book. Um, definitely book that would make your skin crawl. And uh, the more I sat <laughs> and thought about it, I was like, man, I really, really want Kate McLaughlin to write another book in that series mm-hmm. it's just so much meat on the bone there but we'll see we'll see maybe she'll write another awesome who knows mystery novel but um we are of course winding down our season and today we're going to talk about a very special topic that kind of wraps us back around in talking to uh talking about who we are as readers but katie Tell the audience what we're chatting about this week. Yeah. So this week, we are going to talk a little bit about our reading identities or our reader identities. You know, as much as it pains me to say this, uh, summer is winding down, unfortunately. You know, my my mother was a teacher and she used to always say that June was like a Friday, July is your Saturday, and August is your Sunday. So so unfortunately, Sunday (laughs) scaries, we are entering the Sunday scaries, you know, we're, we're... not yet ramping up for the school year, but you know, it is definitely in the back of our minds that the next school year is going to be starting soon, which yes, I'm super excited about. Um, And one of the things I do at the very beginning of the year with my students is I love to learn about their reading and writing identities, but really their reader identities is so important because I think it shows us who our students are. It shows us what their interests are, what they've read in the past. So I do a great project at the beginning of the year Um, really simple. We just call it the puzzle project, thinking about how reading 
Our reading lives are a huge puzzle and we're constantly adding to the puzzle, trying to find pieces that fit together, trying to, you know, do the outer edges, you know. And so we have students do a puzzle piece of their childhood, you know, books from their childhood. Then we have books that are influential to them. And then they talk about a book they read over the summer. So we figured, you know, Scott and I figured what we would do is kind of talk a little bit about our own reader identity, some books from childhood, because books from childhood really influence the reader you are throughout your life. Um, So Scott, why don't you start us off? What are some books that were so important to you when you were younger? So believe it or not, I know that my persona here is The Reluctant Reader, which we're, I guess, slowly changing. Yes, Um, we're working on it. But when I was a kid, I have to tell you that there, the, here, like, I enjoyed reading Goosebumps, and for any (gasps) millennials out there, and you know Goosebumps, if you know, you know. I loved Goosebumps. I don't. I just really enjoyed that series by by R. L. Stein. Um, I don't know that he still writes in the series. I think maybe that has since ended. But something to look into. Clue. I love Clue. I know I mentioned that in an early episode at the movie, but they had a book series that I loved. Those mystery books. It was just. I guess it was in my DNA because I said my mother is also a big mystery reader. And then <laughs> as I look over to my right, you can't see it because this is an audio podcast. But someday you might if we make it a video one. Um, I'm looking over at Stephen King because as a an, an older kid, <clears throat> as like a teenager, Stephen King was huge um, in my life. I read so many of his books. It just really was something that I enjoyed reading. Um, in addition to other things, like I loved Harry Potter. That was another book. And um, so, but I really seemed to gravitate towards like the, the horror genre, the mystery genre, which is interesting. I never thought, maybe that's why Daughter resonated so so much with me because that fits right in that whole nook. Yeah, I um, was just thinking that. I feel like I didn't know this about you. There's like a dark side to Scott a little bit here <laughs> the, with these books. The Stephen King side. I, yeah. you know, we just, uh, a bunch of friends and I just watched Misery and first of all, Kathy Bates is a treasure. But it's yes. just, I yes. love Stephen King and I just enjoy, he's on Twitter or he might be on threads now that it's a big, you know, Instagram threads, but he's great. So those are sort of my books from childhood. That was what I would read all the time is those sorts of books. But Katie, what were the books that you read as a, as a kid and as like a teenager? Well, I do have to say, Scott, you know, the one genre I don't read is horror. So I find it so funny that that, that is Stephen the thing. G- yes, because I have students all the time who are like, I love horror. Give me the scariest books. And I'm like, I, I can't even recommend them to you because I, I don't even know. So I just had to kind of throw that out there. I feel like I just learned so much about your reader identity there. <laughs> Uh, gosh, so books for me, you know, reading was really important to me when I was younger. You know, both my parents are avid readers. You know, when we were younger, I'm going to, you know, admit something here. Uh, it wasn't fun to go to the toy store. Yes, it was fun, but we went to the bookstore. And for me, that was kind of like, yeah, you're laughing. We can, you can't Katie see it. didn't love is, Toys R Us, but she loved Barnes & Noble. I loved Barnes & Noble. I don't think we had a Barnes & Noble, but I remember... I don't even remember what it's called. It was just a really small family-owned bookstore and like a shopping plaza. And then I remember being so excited when a Borders came to town. Like that was a oh huge my, that was thing. A big deal. Yeah, it was huge. And now they're gone. And now they're and gone. And now they're gone. I know. Um, but gosh, when you know, there are certain books that kind of stick in my mind. I did love mysteries as well. You know, my mom helped introduce me to a lot of series that were really integral and like producing the reader I am today. So I loved Nancy Drew books. Um, You know, there were still a lot of authors, you know, I did read the old, you know, classic Nancy Drew, but there are authors that are recreating that character when I was young. So those were always really fun. 
Um, and then I really loved the boxcar children. Oh, I love the boxcar children. Mm-hmm. That was like my third grade reading jam. Yes. Like I just love the boxcar. Cho- Actually, the boxcar children all of a sudden is like appearing, you know, on different parts of, of social media for me. Like there was something really funny. I forget what it was, but it says, oh, you know how to boil water from a stream and, f- you know, f- find blueberries or something. If you read the boxcar children, like all this stuff, oh. I was like, huh, that's really funny. I didn't, I didn't think about that. The algorithm um, is picked up on you. <laughs> but I did love the boxcar children. Um, I don't know how that necessarily influenced me as a reader. Um, I think it's a little bit of mystery adventure, you know, trying to find yourself in uh, amidst tragedy because, you know, the, the children do lose their uh, parents. But um, I also really got into fantasy when I was younger. So like Magic Treehouse series was a huge series for me as a young kid. Um, and then eventually you mentioned Harry Potter, like Harry Potter for me has so many just beautiful memories. Like I remember being the same age as Harry Potter growing up, like he was 11 when I was 11. Um, my brothers and I used to race each other to finish the books because not all the books were out. So each of us had to have our own copy. And I remember when Amazon was getting really big, it was when the fourth Harry Potter was coming out. And my mom said, I'm going to order you the book on Amazon. And my brother at the time was, I think he was either an intern or he was being a resident for his, you know, being a doctor. He was used to staying up all night. He went to the Borders midnight thing. Do you remember how people... He had like a leap on on that one. But guess who finished the book first? Uh, Katie, of course it's you. Amazon showed up. My mom promised me. I was so mad he got the book first. He got a head start. Um, But Amazon showed up and I, we raced. We all were sitting around our, you know, in our backyard trying to finish this book to talk about it. But, you know, those were all books that really influence who I am as a reader today. Um, I do also love historical fiction. I want to, do you know the Dear America books, Scott? Have you ever heard of those? Vaguely, vaguely. Yeah, they're just like historical fiction diaries. Like, it's just so interesting to think about what you read and watched in childhood really influences who you are today. You know, you love horror and mystery because of what you read when you were younger. And I think it's so important to recognize that. Yeah. And it's definitely important for us as, you know, we start the school year to get getting to know our kids and um, getting to know your children in terms of what they like as reading uh, and as readers to, to flesh that out. And I think it really helps to help us as teachers, especially teachers like Katie, who are focused on the reading genre to make sure that they cater to kids and stretch them. Because sometimes, I mean, I, Katie stretched me a lot in this podcast and, and doing books that I wouldn't normally read not outside of my Stephen King bubble. So I think that's yeah. really important. And I think it's great to build yourselves out as readers. And we today wanted to, you know, we introduced ourselves in the in beginning of the podcast, but I don't think we really dove too deeply into what we read as kids. Mm-mm. We wanted to make sure no. we kind of rounded back to the beginning as we uh, come to close for our season. This isn't the last episode. We actually mm-hmm. do have one more next time, Katie. And what's what's the next episode going to be? Yeah, so our final episode is going to be a reflection on the season. So we're going to kind of look back, talk a little bit about, you know, the origin story of the podcast, talk a little bit about the books we read, um, and then look to the future, you know, what we're looking forward to for season two. Um, so we're really excited to have one more novel short with you. So we're really excited to share a little bit of our reading identities. Definitely talk to your own kids or if you've got young kids, think about the books you're reading to them. Support your local libraries. I know Scott's always the one to kind of plug that at the end, but this is the time to do it, right? Go to take your kids to the libraries, take your kids to the bookstores, you know, like it's so fun to think about the influence that, you know, parents and guardians and teachers have on on kids reading lives as, when they're younger. Absolutely. So we look forward to swinging around the corner with you. 
next week. We're still going to be around after the season ends. Don't you worry. We're going to have plenty of book recommendations and fun things to look at. But until then, we look forward to seeing you and talking with you next week to talk about the season in review. Take care, everyone. Thank you for joining us for this episode of That's Novel Reading. That's Novel Reading is produced by Scott Silver Benito and Katie Durkin. Our sound engineer is Scott and social media director is me, Katie. You can follow and listen to us on all major podcasting platforms. And connect to us through Instagram at That's Novel Reading, Twitter at Novel Reads Pods, or email us at That's Novel Reading at gmail.com. Catch you next time. <laughs>